Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shireko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shireko. On behalf of Rebuilding Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, this is Susan Shireko. Welcome. Rose Fancy joins us today to talk about her book, An Issue of Blood. The book consists of three parts, an autobiographical section, a discussion of the nutrition spectrum, and a section regarding the mentally ill. So please wave your hands to welcome Rose Fancy. Hello, Rose. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for, for having me. I'm more than more than pleased to have you today. You you excited me when I met you on the pre-interview, so I'm very very excited to have you here today. Where did you get the language for the title of your book? Well, um, while I was trying to overcome endometriosis, and you know after the struggles I had, I um, I compared it to what was the the lady in the um, Bible with the issue of blood, I said, this is exactly what I think this lady was going through. And mm-hmm. so I just used that as the title of my book. I think it's a strong title. So up until the events in your life that are described in your book, you were a full-time accountant raising your ch- children or child. And what happened to start an internal shift to focus on nutrition? Well, you know, um, after I had my daughter, I was just in so much pains. I usually have pains with my monthly cycle, which wasn't, you know, it was some people do have that. But mm-hmm. then it started to get worse and worse. It usually, I usually have pains before and then after my monthly cycle. And then it just kept getting worse and worse that I had pains every day, day in Mm. and day out, I started to have pains. And after that, I went and um, consulted a doctor and he gave me some medication. And the pain, the medication was signed for a while. And then afterwards, the pain was worse than the medication and the medication could not work. And Mm. so after that, I was encouraged to do a surgery, and the surgery, the surgeon said, maybe it work, maybe it don't work. Well, for me, it didn't work. After the surgery, and everything was okay for a while, and then after I came off the medication, it started again. So, um, while I was before I did the surgery. Um, there was a doctor who had suggested that I could use nutrition to overcome this um, pain. In other words, I could um, eat a vegetarian diet and it would be able to alleviate the pain. But at that time, I was just naive or, you know, just not able to understand that nutrition could work. And I was just taking the easy way out. I said, surgery would be fine, I know. It would be mm-hmm. quicker, easier, you know. But after the pains returned, 
Um, and I was in so much pain, somebody suggested nutrition again. And I said, why not? And so I ended up using nutrition, and mm-hmm. it worked. Well, that's, I mean, I can understand that sense of frustration you must have been going through. I did a mini version of that this year in which I had, I had a bleeding issue that did not stop for six months. And they tried tests and tests and tests, but they weren't coming up with an answer. And it's just the most exasperating feeling until you find out what's wrong. So that's also only a part of your story. Um, as you went through menopause, the problems returned. Now, what, why did that happen? What happened when I went through, I was a vegetarian. I ate, I ate the vegetarian diet faithfully to get rid of the pain. So when menopause mm-hmm. came along, I said, okay, no need for this um, nutrition style anymore. I can eat as much meat as I want to. And uh, <laughs> I started Did you miss it? a lot. I mean, during all that time, were you missing meat? Yeah, yes, because it was, you know, it is a daily struggle mm-hmm. to not eat meat. You know, mm-hmm. you see other people are eating um, meat. You go to parties and people are offering you meat and you say, no, thank you. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, you eat your vegetarian dish. And, you know, it, it's, it's just something that you have to do it every day. Every day it's a struggle to keep this vegetarian diet. But, you know, what happened, it paid off because I was not in any pains. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it wasn't a, a bother as such. After a time, you get used to it. And you just right. get used to eating the vegetarian diet. And, you know, it, you'll enjoy the, the, um, the challenge of it all. But then you say, okay, menopause come along. The pain is all gone. Let me go back to eating meat. And that is where everything else started happening. I started to, I end up with in a stress. Mm. And in, when I got, I, um, um, when this came upon me, I, I ran to the doctor and he did a test. The first thing he did is did a test and he said, you are eating too, you have too much protein in your blood. If you, you I'm going to send you home for a month if the protein level stays at that, I'll have to start giving you medication for it. Well, I knew my problem. I knew I was eating too much meat. So I went home. Sure. I just went right back to my vegetarian diet. In fact, for the first week, I went on vegan. I didn't eat no meat whatsoever. But then I went back on my vegetarian diet. Now, with a vegetarian diet, it differs from a vegan diet. With a vegan diet, you don't eat no meat at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you stay away from dairy and you stay away from eggs. Now, mm-hmm. in vegetarian diets, you eat a small piece of meat. In other words, I would eat, for example, I would eat an egg, one egg in the morning and nothing else, no other type of meat for the rest of the day. Or I would eat a, a piece of um cheese in the morning and nothing else for the rest of the day and that's how strict my vegetarian diet has to be because if I go over that 
if I eat too much meat, I start getting sick again. So I had to go back to what I did before. And I'm telling you, it worked. The stress went all the way down. You know, at first, I, the doctor had to give me, although I, I, um, I had cut down on the, um, the protein I had in my body, I had done so much damage that I had to get a, a pill to overcome it first. And after three months, I came off that pill. And I just know I stick to a vegetarian diet, and it works fine. I have no more problems. So That's fascinating. As- yes. Yeah, I, and I know that, that it must have fascinated you, too, because you went ahead and took a nutrition course yes. and became a... Um, I became aware of something called the nutrition spectrum. Can you explain what that is? (laughs) Okay. I went, no, because I was so, I became so fascinated with nutrition. So I went and I did a nutrition course. And, you know, when I did the nutrition course and I was sitting down one day and I said to myself, you know, um, I was watching the television and I saw, you know, they were talking about, it was an animal show. It was talking about different types of animals. You know, you have the plant, animals that eat plants, and they have animals that eat meat. And I said, oh, my goodness, this seemed to be what humanity is all about. In other words, there are some people who has to eat meat in order to, to survive. Lots of meat, just like a lion. And there are some people who just like me, has to eat a vegetarian diet. You know, so the animal kingdom, in, 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 our, in the human kingdom, um, kind, you're not sure what you are unless you test your blood. So I came up with this idea of a nutrition spectrum where each person um, has a meal and the meal and um, based on you know, the blood, t- the blood test, it will tell you how much meat you're supposed to eat and how much plant you're supposed to eat. And so for my own, I have the spectrum. It's like I have some people eating total meat and some people eating um, half meat, half plants, and some people who, are eat- who have to eat like 99% plant. So, for example, mm. my, me, I am like FS1, FS22, um, I mean, sorry, 21, and that means that you're supposed to eat a small portion of meat and um, about 99% plant. And so, you know, it's a spectrum. Some people, as I say, at the far, the far end are the meat eaters and at the other end are the plant eaters. And in between, you have uh, different combinations so in my book, I show the different combinations that can it's possible, and everybody fall within one of those combinations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So based on I am your, amazed. I mean, I really am amazed that this this is known and nobody talks about it. Yeah, yeah. Because so so many illnesses that could be, you know, absolutely, you know wiped off because they, if they had the right balance in their diet. It just, it's crazy. 
So you say this also affects um, things like uh, mental illness. Yes. You know, the stress yes. and, and, and the, um, you know, the, the menstrual issues, yes, but mental illness as well. Yes. How did you come mm-hmm. to that? You know what happened when I, when I became a, um, a nutrition coach, I, I was able to work with somebody who had mental illness. Now, mental illness, some mental illness is caused by the life experiences. And there is mm-hmm. another set of mental illness that is caused by nutrition. Now, wow. I worked with somebody whose mental illness was really caused by nutrition. The first thing I did with that person is to check their protein level, how much protein that they are supposed to be eating. Now, mm-hmm. you can either use the doctor to to test it or there are some over-the-counter um, testing kits that you can use to test how much protein you have, if it is normal or if you are eating too much or too little. And so based on that, the person was eating too much meat. And so I encouraged them to reduce the amount of meat that they are eating. But And another thing with, with this, a special thing with um, people who have mental illness is that that I found while working with this person is that they are unable to eat a lot of processed food. Now, if you mm. look around, there are a lot of um, most of the some of the um, most of the, the restaurants and some of the stuff most of the food available is processed food. Right. But what I found is that if I when I went to the farmer, we have a farmer nearby. And he's about 40 minutes away. And, you know, we, uh, the person went and got the food there. And we found out that the food, when they eat um, unprocessed food, food from the farmer or food from straight from their garden in their yard, they do fine. As soon as they start eating processed food, they start getting sick again. It causes a... Mm. Uh, um, um, uh, mental health episode. So, you know, what I would encourage anybody, what I encourage this person to do was to eat um, eat on a vegetarian diet and also to eat um, unprocessed food. So you have to go straight to the farmer and it's an organic farmer. I would encourage people to use an organic farmer and, you know, um, eat that food, and it worked. It really worked. Mm. The, the the mental health episodes were less and less, more manageable. Now the person um, takes their pill like once per week, and you know it's it's and it's been going better and better all the time. So, you know, it really works. Well, this is—I mean, this is an amazing, you know, topic to talk about. But I find there's another part of this story that's very fascinating. You—you you have always, up until now, you've been working as an accountant, and you—but um, you are now a nutrition coach. So, what does a nutrition coach do? Well, you know what—what what happened is that I do work. I still work as an accountant, 
but on the side, I do nutrition coaching. So what the nutrition coaching does is that we, what we do is that we look at your, the blood test that you, um, you know, based on the testing that the doctor does, you look at that and you adjust your diet so that the diet can come into the normal range. Some people have a little bit like their iron might be too high, their sodium that they're intaking might be too high or something like that. But we would adjust your diet and and based on what information you have to give, we discuss, we adjust your diet so that you can, um, you know, improve your health. And, you know, it's it's amazing that some people like, love, would, um, after discussing it, you know, they they want to change their diet to improve their health. And, you know, it, it, is, it helps when somebody, you know, is really willing to move into that arena. Because mm-hmm. look at it. Look at all these um, sports people who have to adjust their diet in order to do well at sports. Well, you know what happened? What we are finding out, if you want to do well in life, you need to adjust your diet also. So, and that's you know, true, but you get a lot of resistance too, don't you? People say, yeah, no, no. Yes, you do have a lot of resistance. There are some people that I have mentioned it to, and I know I said, you know, if you adjust your diet, your child that has mental illness can, would be able to, you know, the mental, you will be able to improve. And the person was telling me that they don't have time for that. You know, they, I said, but, you know, all you have to do is get up early in the morning, an hour earlier than you usually get up to cook for your child, you know, so that they can have something fresh to eat in the mornings. And, you know, the person was saying they don't have time for that. But that is the that is the way we have to, you know, I encourage them to, you know, try to, you know, change, change to change it, take little steps, small steps mm-hmm. to change your your diet or stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, I start I, when I when I was doing my change. I started out, I got up in the morning before going to work and I cooked one pot of food before I go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every day I would do that. I would just, you know, just get up and just cook one pot. <laughs> Whatever mm-hmm. I was cooking, I just cook one pot. And, you know, it works, you know. It just takes it takes a little bit of patience and a little bit of of work just to, you know, to do it, but it pays off in the end, you know. Well, it does. I mean, it, it truly does if you make if you make the effort and consistently and keep doing it, not just once and then go back, but consistent, repetitive efforts make a huge difference. So, you also mentioned a the diagnostic kit that that is available to help people. Is it? Um, is it hard to find? I, I had never heard of it. I mean, I've heard about di- kits for diabetes, but nothing for something about the proteins in your system. Yeah, I, um, it's there's a lot of over-the-counter um, kits that are available. And, um, you know, 
they use different methods in order to check your protein level. So it's just a matter of, you know, going out there and just seeing what is available and use it to, to see if you if it works for you. Because there are different ways of um testing the protein level for people. So it's a little bit it's it's a self a self administered kit. So it's kind of like a pregnancy test. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. So that it's very if once you find it and recognize what it is, it's really easy to use. Correct. Okay. Well, that's encouraging. Something is easy in here. <laughs> now, I want uh, you shared with me a very exciting dream that you're in the in the middle of working out, and I just want to um, find out a little bit or share with our audience what it is that you are hoping to do and planning to do and working at doing right now. Well, what I what I wanted to do is to work with mentally ill people so that, you know, they can have a place for, um, you know, to, to hire some of them. So what I've been, what I wanted to do is to like, um, I want to plant some um, organic fruits because what I found is that a lot of the food in the supermarket in the, uh, that is available have um, some sort of um, wax on the, the fruit or wax on the the, um, the vegetables in order to have a, a longer shelf life. So what I wanted to do is to, um, for a mentally ill, you know, it is not they it does it does not help them because it will cause a mental health episode. So what mm-hmm. I wanted to do is to um, plant my own. Um, have my own, first of all, coaching um, um, office, as well as to plant this, um, some, have a, um, like a garden or a farm that I could plant some fruits, vegetables, peas, all those things. So what I did is, what I'm in the process of doing, I'm in the process of purchasing a piece of land so that I could start planting fruits so it can be available to um, anybody who, like anybody who comes in. So, you know, if a client comes in and they would like to try right away, they could get something straight off the land and straight from like a little shop on that land. So, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And so um, I have started, as I say, I'm now trying to purchase a piece of land to get this thing started. I also have where um, I have started a, um, a foundation. You know, people could donate to the foundation if they would like mm-hmm. to. Because I think this thing can be, um, mental illness can be overcome. We, what happened is that it's like a person who have a, a broken foot, and they are always on crutches. For the mentally ill, once they're they are mentally ill, they are just always in this state of limbo, not able to mm. manage. So what I think is that if they are, if they, if we can introduce or provide with them with this fresh fruits, just like in the Garden of Eden, 
just mm-hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables, um, and they can overcome their mental illness. So that is what I will I love to do, and I'm in the and process you, of doing that now. Now, how do you have any knowledge of that? How how would you know what to do to grow all these plants? Well, you know what happens when I was growing up. My daughter, my, at least my mother, she had a um, we had a small land, and we had all the fruits you could think of on that little piece of land. We had a lime tree, we had a banana tree, we had a mango tree, we had cherry trees, we had corn, we had tuna um, tree, we had um, all sorts of things that was grown on that land. And so, you know, I always grow things. Even now in my backyard, I have a pear tree, a banana tree, and I just put in a blueberry tree in there. Not even that. My cousin, he's a farmer. And my, my two cousins are farmers. My daughter's godfather is a farmer. So I'm always around farming and farmers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's to, for me now, I just love it. I just love farming. So it would be, uh, uh, I, I always wanted to buy this piece of land. But now I know exactly what I want to do with it. I want to farm, and I think it would be it would be good. Not even that. I I would encourage anybody, to, and everybody, to um, grow, have their little garden, their little um, garden of Eden in their yard, so that they can eat something fresh, once um, at least during the during right throughout the year. You know, so that you can. Um, eat fresh, fresh fruits and vegetables. I, I think that everybody should have a garden. Now, would you be able to do this by yourself? No, no. What happened is that um, I have a group of people who are ready and willing to work with me. And not even that, I, I would love to hire people who are mentally ill, because what I find is that um, they they have a problem with keeping a job, and so for the people who are mentally ill, you have to take your time to to overcome this illness. It will take you about a five years to overcome, and during that time, it is hard for them to keep a job, and mm-hmm. so this this. Um, project I'm trying to to get off the ground. I will I would be hiring people for who are mentally ill, those people who are not really able to get keep a job. They are willing to work, but it is hard for them to keep it because sometimes they have a mental health episode, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most most employers are not ready to work with somebody who is like that. Well, I'll tell you, I see that this vision is so, to me, when you described it, it's so real. Everything is sort of in place. It has, you know, you've got help, you've got people to work the farm who will benefit from it. You have, you know, how to plant the plants and how to take care of them. Um, and you've you've got a, a line on a on a on a piece of land that would be just perfect. So, just getting the you know 
putting the bow on financing so that you can buy the property. It's so real. I just want to leap out of my chair to say this is about to happen. So I have, you know, for myself, if it feels right, I'd just like to offer a, a little thing that I picked up from the Mary Morrissey group, which is a group I'm affiliated with, which is to, to in the, at the nighttime when you're going to bed, as you go to sleep, imagine yourself working and doing the work you're describing on that plot of land because it will help you to bring it forward so quickly. And it, and it just sounds like something that is meant to happen right away. Yes. You know what I do? Um, I, what I do sometimes is that I go out and I just look at pieces of land. Mm-hmm. And I imagine myself on that land. Yes. Yes. And I pray and I ask God, God, if it's your will, it will happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have been, as you say, envisioning this thing. And it's like I'm speaking it into existence. Yes. So I, I, I um, just, I think it's just on Saturday, um, Monday, we had a holiday and there I was driving around <laughs> and looking at land <laughs> and, you know, just imagining where I'm going to put certain things because, as I, you know, I have a vision where the, the farmer that I usually go and buy things from, he had um, carried me around, have a tour of his land and the layout of his land, and I just envisioned myself having something like that in another area. And, you know, mm-hmm. every time I, <laughs> I go and I, as, you, as I say, I look and see if I can find something that within, within my, my um, budget mm-hmm. and I am um, able to do it. But um, it's, it's something that is, it's, it's, can be done and it's doable. And I am just so interested in getting it done. Yes. So seriously, so, you, know. you are you are so filled with that energy. You it looks so good on you as I picture all the things that you're describing to me. That's very real to me. So I just want to say, so be it, and so it is. You are going to have that farm. It it is wonderful. Thank you. So where is so where is your book available? Um, my book is available on Amazon. As, mm-hmm. as I said, it's issue, an issue of blood by Rose Fancy, and it's on Amazon. It's available there, and um, also um, I have a website that um, it's Fancy's Nutrition Spectrum. dot Weebly. dot com, and there it's also there available. It will also link you to you know where you can purchase it, and also I have a a blog that I write sometimes and um it's about you know i talk about endometriosis i talk about um pain i talk about um mental health and i talk about stress mm-hmm. and you know those are the three things that i think is just something that is doable that can be overcome if we just mm-hmm. put our mind to it well, where do you do you speak publicly in community events? 
well, no, I'm not doing it as much as I would like to. But um, on this program, I've done it, and I've done it on another program. And that is what I'm, that's the next step I am hoping to get into, is to do a lot of lot more public speaking about this area, trying to get, you know, drum up support and to drum up funding so that we can move forward in this area. Mm-hmm. I I think it's it's just a wonderful concept. I'm I'm not sure that I'm ready to go on, go on an extreme diet like that. I I would miss my meat. <laughs> okay. But it is but it is, you know, as you describe it, it's totally doable. And yeah. and would certainly yeah, it would be You know, if if you could take this test, does it change? Does it vary so that, you know, if you took it once a month, you could see that maybe you could eat a little more meat at one point in time or is it a one-time that's it. You know, what happened, as I said, there are some people who are, in order for them to be healthy, mm-hmm. it's like you have to eat a vegetarian diet. It's just like the cow. He has to eat um, the grass every day in order mm-hmm. for him to be healthy. And there are other people in this world that has to eat meat every day for them to be healthy. So it depends on what your, the, the test, the blood test re, um, reveals. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. really, you know, some people have like, you have a fad diet, you go and you're going to, yes. everybody's going yes. to eat a vegetarian mm-hmm. diet. No, mm-hmm. this is not what I'm talking about. This is based on facts. This is based on the blood test that you, I'm, I would encourage anybody to do is to go and do that blood, a blood test. A pro, it's a pro, blood protein test, and this will reveal whether you, how much, if you are eating the correct amount of protein, or if you are eating too much or too little. Right. Right. So you, it's not so, really a fad thing. It's mm-hmm, based on mm-hmm. each on person has a different, will have a different outcome. Well, it certainly intrigues me immensely. I'm. I, I want to know more about it. So thank you very much, you know, for coming with us today, Rose. And please get back to me and let me know when you get your farm going because it feels so good on you, and I'd like to see how it develops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And thanks to our listeners as well. We've been talking with Rose Fancy about her book, which is an issue of blood. If you'd like to learn more about these nutritional guidelines, pick up a copy. Find out. It's all laid out for you. So thank you again, Rose. I really appreciate your taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having me. Okay. We'll talk again. That's a wrap for today, everybody. Bye for now, and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.